You're listening to The Valued Podcast with Shane and Luke Weiler. Your value as a leader is at risk in key relationships, and you actually may not even be aware of it. Once you understand where your value actually comes from, you're going to be able to recognize where you're being devalued and devaluing those that you lead. So this podcast is for you if you want to be valued as a leader at home, at work, in your community, and everywhere beyond that. So today, Luke and I are going to answer this question, where does your value actually come from? And over the years of helping leaders be valued, we've seen leaders get caught in three common lies. So we're going to explore what those three common lies are as we go through and answer that question, where does your value come from? And as we do that, we're going to explore three key things. One, we're going to help you understand why you're being devalued everywhere that you are, help you understand where that is and and give you some tools to be able to understand where you're being devalued. And then we're going to help you understand where your value actually, actually comes from in all your key relationships, and then be able to help you stand where you're valued and avoid being devalued in those key relationships. Again, at home, at work, in your community, and really everywhere you're stepping out to lead. So here's what we're aiming at as we walk through this episode together. We want to make sure that you are valued in all your key relationships, fulfilling your purpose in everything that you do. All right. So with that, here's our conversation on where your value comes from. Hey, welcome to the show. Today, we are going to be talking about where your value comes from specifically where your value comes from. So, uh, so Luke, we've, we've been chatting quite a bit about this so far. Yes, we have. We've uh, uncovered three key lies that everybody's believed as stopping them in their leadership so far. And uh, I, I believe that those three, three lies have affected myself personally and a lot of other leaders very deeply in uh, not only in their business lives, but in their personal lives as well. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, especially over the years that we've been helping leaders be valued, uh, definitely have seen these uh, absolutely in business and in families, um, wherever people are leading. These three, these three common lies that we're going to talk about today, definitely trip us all up. So we want to share with share those with you. We want to give you some insight on what we've discovered over the past uh, fifteen years of helping leaders be valued, and then from there give you some really practical ideas on how to uh, to overcome those common lies. And in doing that, share the truth, the flip side of those lies, so that uh, each time you're confronted with those, then you actually have the ability to to overcome them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's true. I think the other thing um, that comes with these three lies is that they're kind of a vicious cycle. So every time you fall into them, you, it's hard to get out. And then you're just stuck facing the kind of the nightmare of any leader, which is um, being rejected and forgotten and nobody wanting to follow you. Absolutely. So here's the three things that uh, that we want to talk to you today about. Is first the first thing is um, in answering this question, where does your value come from? Um, 
as a leader, we want you to understand uh, why you're actually being devalued. So as you walk out, as you step out to lead, you're you're definitely going to be confronted with areas of relationships where you're going to be devalued. So we want to first uh, cover why you're being devalued in those relationships. And then second, to really understand where your value actually comes from in those relationships. So when you find yourself being devalued, then you can make that shift. And in understanding where, you value, where your value comes from, you're going to be able to move and shape those relationships so that you can stop being devalued and really engage where you are uh, meant to be and where you're supposed to be valued in that. And then the third thing that we want to talk about and share with you today is really to help you stand where you are valued the most so that you can avoid being devalued in those in those key relationships uh, where you're leading. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think um, I think a subset of that is that it's going to help you understand which relationships you need to keep and pursue and which relationships, business or personal, that you're going to just need to let go. Okay, so let's unpack number one. Let's unpack uh, understanding why you're actually being devalued. So in order to do that, here's the here's the common, the first common lie that uh, that I know that you experience because you and I, Luke, we've, we've yeah. both experienced this. Our family's experienced this. Everyone we've ever talked to and worked with has experienced this as well. So here's the first lie, that your value comes from what you accomplish. Yeah. I mean, how many times have you heard that? It's like as, as you're sitting next to somebody on a plane, you say, what do you do? And one of the first things they do is they give you a list of what they've accomplished and all the people that they've helped. And I mean, immediately your brain just kind of turns off because none of that relates to you not like they haven't done anything to help you none of their accomplishments um yeah they don't they don't actually relate to your life business or personal and so you just kind of shut off and you know make other small talk with them right and even even in the cases where it does connect to something that is valuable to you or important to you it's really hard to understand how those accomplishments apply to your specific situation because it's it's in relation to to what that person or what you have accomplished in that right it it, it the context is so important in terms of where those accomplishments happened that uh, a lot of times we as leaders uh we we step out and we we share our accomplishments but we forget that the people really have no context and the context in terms of what matters and how it matters to them and their own personal life and their own personal journey, because they truly do. We, I mean, we all know that we need to follow leaders, right? Mm, Yeah. We all know that we need leaders to lead us to the next stage. So we are looking for people to follow, but as we as leaders share our accomplishments without that context, then we really make it difficult for people to, to follow us and really understand the value of those accomplishments because we have no context. Yeah, so true. Like, I, I was just about to say, um, I mean, so many people, they, they expect when when they go out and they share their accomplishments, they're going to automatically hit a friendship or a client. It's like um, like we, we run a ministry in Africa, for example, and it's like— We do? Well, no, just—, just Oh, that's an example. Just yeah. for example. We, we don't run a ministry in Africa. We could, but we don't. Not yet. But j- just say, for example, you run a you, re- you run a ministry in Africa. You build schools, you dig wells, whatever. You, you've got a list of accomplishments, right? And you kind of expect when you share that with somebody that it's gonna uh, immediately change change them somehow. It's gonna uh, I don't know. They're gonna take it right to heart. 
they're, they're going to immediately jump on board and join your ministry or they're going to fund you or something like that. And the same with business. Like when, when you tell somebody you run a business and here's a list of what we do and here's a list of the people that we've helped and here's a list of all the uh, like uh, medals that we've received, you, you automatically think that those people are going to jump on board and uh, just really automatically want to buy from you. And really that's, it, it has the opposite effect on on somebody, I think. Like I, I'm pretty sure everybody's, experience that it's kind of like uh you're just sitting there listening to them list off a whole bunch of things that don't matter to you and until it relates to you you just stop listening well i think that's the key is that we think that our accomplishments are going to win people over but most of the time it it actually distances us because all of a sudden, when people start to share their accomplishments, we start to feel like they're selling us on something, or they're they're trying to uh, trying to impress us in some way, right? Mm-hmm. So we we automatically, uh, whether you know it or not, I mean, just take a look. The next time somebody starts sharing all their accomplishments, just see what your body language does. Just see how you feel inside. Most of the time, from our experience, people get guarded in some way, right? And then that's the exact opposite thing that you want to happen. You actually want, you're sharing your accomplishments because you want to draw people closer to you. So that's the first key thing is that you're not valued for your accomplishments and um, can be honest in this is, you know, as, as we tell people that, or as, as you realize that, people get angry, mm-hmm. right? Because what do you mean? I've done all this work. And, and it's for nothing. Yeah, you're telling me it means nothing. Right. No. Well, and I think, so I think the key in that, like the things you've done, they they really do matter to a specific audience. There's a group of people out there in the world, like say people in Africa from your ministry have really benefited from everything that you've done and it's really changed their lives. And so that's an example of, a certain group in the world's population that your accomplishments really matter to. But you have to remember that your accomplishments only matter to your audience. They don't matter to everybody in the world. And what we're looking for is we're looking for value everywhere we are. So the first is that your value does not come from your accomplishments. Your accomplishments have value within the context of of why you're here. And mm-hmm. we're going to unpack that as we go. So the second common lie that we get that we get trapped in is is that your value comes from who you are. I think it's very um, against the grain of what many people in today's world are believing, especially in leadership, because I think a lot of people believe that they are uh, inherently gifted to be leaders, when in fact everybody is a leader in in their own way. Exactly, and and truthfully, how many people can actually tell you who they are? Mm-hmm. Right? At the heart of it? Yeah. Like, who are you? I mean, how do you even answer that question, right? But we're expecting people to value us, but we can't even really, really explain who we are in a context that has value for those that we're talking to. Yeah. So here's the key thing that you need to know in this, is that your value actually comes from why you're here. Mm -hmm. And who you are is because of why you're here. Yeah. What you do is because of why you're here. So in why you're here, which we call purpose, 
because of your purpose, you're going to accomplish certain things. Because of your purpose, you're going to be a certain way, or you're going to be a certain person, or who you are is because of that exact purpose in why you're here. And I think that leads us to the third secret, which is your value does not come from who you associate with. Absolutely. So as you can imagine, you know, we're having this conversation with you and and we, you know, we're standing in front of you going, okay, listen, you are not valued for what you accomplish. Okay, well, then I'm at least valued for who I am. No, you're not valued for that either. Well, then I at least have to be valued for who for who I associate with, for who I surround myself right. with, because they have value in what they've accomplished and who they are. It's a very, very slippery slope when you start um, drawing value from who you associate with, uh, simply because, one, what we're looking for is we're looking to be valued everywhere we go. And so if somebody is opposed to those people that you associate with, they're not going to find any value in you. And secondly, because you are tying your value to something that has nothing to do with why you're here. Like the people that you associate with, the people that you uh, hang out with, they have nothing to do with why you've been put on this earth for such a time as this. Um, And I think the people that you associate with can either be a help or a hindrance. And I think there are people that are specifically put in your life in order to help you fulfill why you're here, but they aren't why you're here. And so therefore you don't draw value from them. When you take a look at your value, not coming from who you associate with, you can start to feel really alone in that Mm -hmm. because we draw strength from those that we hang out with. And when we feel alone, we start to reach out to other people that may or may not be those that we're meant to right, hang out hindrance, with. Right, the hindrance people. Right, because we just, we, we crave connection so deeply. Mm-hmm. And then before you know it, you're hanging out with people and they're actually, that relationship is stopping you from being able to do what it is you are meant to do. Well, and I think another thing is that... Um... When you look at yourself as finding value from these three lies, from uh, what you accomplish, who you are, and who you associate with, other people see your value coming from those three things as well. Like if, if, you, if you think that um, you're valuable for what you've done in the past, for uh, who you are, and for who you hang out with, then when you go to get a job, for example, there, that person is going that they're going to hire you based off of um, what you've done in the past, what you look like, what your name is, what kind of clothes you wear and what kind of people you hang out with. And in reality, those things in context to why you're here do, they they do matter, but on their own, it it has nothing to do with any of it. So let's talk about where understanding where your value actually comes from. So we've, mm. I think we've, uh, we've, we've covered where in terms of these three lies, where it doesn't come from. Yeah, for sure. But so where does it come from? Where does your value come from? Uh, well, it comes from why you're here. So your purpose is why you're here. And most of us, we've been taught this lie that your purpose is a, is a what it's what you do. It's what you accomplish. But the truth is your purpose is why you're here, not what you do. 
So let's take a look at in relation to knowing where you need to stand. Let's take a look at what you accomplish, who you are, and why, and who you associate with in relation to why you're here, your purpose. Mm. So how does how does your purpose help you determine what you, what to accomplish? What's been your experience, Luke? Uh, well, honestly, just when I've thought about what I'm what I'm going to pursue. Um, maybe what projects I'm going to pursue or, uh, you know, what tasks I'm going to take on even on a day-to-day basis. But I mean, especially long-term, uh, I'm going to, I'm going to look at that and I'm going to, I'm going to say one, uh, am I going to be able to fulfill my purpose within that? Or is it just a distraction that I'm doing, uh, to get something done or to make money? Um, and the second thing is that also I'm I'm looking for people within that task or project that I can help. Um, like I, I I can help fulfill my purpose in their lives. Got it. Because just what you're pointing out there, the 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 very reason that you're here, each of us is to answer a specific need. Mm-hmm. So. First of all, in terms of what you're doing, if that's not accomplishing meeting meeting that need and answering that need, then it's going to be a waste of your time and you will definitely be devalued and you will burn out because you will not have what you need in order to fulfill on that particular mission that you're that you've set out for yourself because the need's not actually there that you're here to meet. So now, how does who you are and why you're here? How do those fit together from your experience? And then I'll I'll talk to it from my experience. No, that, that's very true because each of us have been given special talents and gifts that are required to fulfill that purpose. Absolutely. And when we either deny those talents or gifts, we don't spend enough time uh, honing those talents and gifts or, or accepting them uh, when they're given to us in terms of a gift, right? Um, then we end up trying to become somebody that we're not simply because we've believed the lie that we have to be a certain type of person. But when we, when we attach those attributes that are outside of us to us, we actually end up becoming devalued because those things are getting in the very way of us realizing our purpose. So until you actually know why you're here you can't really assess who you are and who you need to be and who you've been made to be to actually fulfill on that because we we are all bombarded. You know, parents, I'm sure I've said things to you in your life uh, as your dad to go, oh, you should be more like this or you should think about this. But out of the context of, out of context of, of realizing your purpose and, and fulfilling on that, those those conversations can be quite harmful. If if you go into a leadership position that you specifically who you are and your personality if it, if it doesn't fit it that's because it has nothing to do with why you're here. And I think um a, a key thing in that is that although we are all leaders we don't we don't all have more than one place to lead from, right? Um I think it's important to know where you're supposed to lead and stand in that. Just because you're a leader doesn't mean you can lead anywhere. Yeah, that's a really good point. You can only lead where there's an opportunity, Mm -hmm. for sure. Okay, so then how does why you're here help you figure out who you should associate with? You're going to know what people are going to help you and what people are going to hinder you in order to 
realize your purpose and lead from the position you're supposed to. But also, this this is twofold. One, you're not going to want to hang around with people that you're not you're not supposed to be around uh and two the people who you are supposed to be around are naturally going to come to you absolutely and when people outside of you know that you're associated with a particular group of people you will be standing in integrity and mm. uh and you'll defend those positions right as a leader and you'll you'll make sure that those relationships are protected and nurtured and are healthy. Right. And you'll do the work to make sure that those relationships are strong. Uh, I think the other thing um, when it comes to who you associate with is you are going to seek out people that have the need that you need to answer. And so you're, you're going to be valued because you're going to be constantly looking for opportunities um, to fulfill your purpose. Yeah, for sure. So how does knowing your purpose then and sharing your purpose in those early early moments within a conversation, how does that change the context of what you just said well, from your experience? Yeah, well, I think uh, on level number one, because why you're here applies to everybody, they're going to see the value in that and they're not going to forget it because they need it. Got it. Or if they don't need it in that moment... I'm sure that they know. I mean, this has been my experience when, when, you know, when I share with people, you know, basically what we do is, and and why I'm here is to help you realize your purpose. They may not be interested in that, but guaranteed they know somebody Mm -hmm. who does. And it automatically opens up this incredible Mm -hmm. conversation and it's based nothing. It's, it's not based on anything that I've accomplished, who I am or who, uh, who I've associated with. It's just in that moment, that's a real need that we can talk about in terms of helping and and be that help in that moment to whatever that person wants to talk about, needs to talk about, be it in relation to their own life or someone that they know, right? Mm-hmm. So one of the key things that is at stake for you, if you choose to live into these lies, like we all have done and and will continue to get caught in, and really our, our intention here is to give you these tools and give you this awareness so that when you realize you're in these places that you can kick yourself out of it and change the, the playing ground, right, in terms of being valued and stop being devalued. So one of the things that happens uh, when we are in that place of, of being devalued is as we stay there longer and longer, what happens is that we get to a point and we finally say, you know what? I don't need you. I can do this on my own. And you push those people away. Right. And that, um, that directly relates to the, to the last one. Um, because, um, either that person forgets about you or they reject you. And so you're standing there in that place of, um, you know, abandonment. And, and that's when you just kind of like, I don't need anybody else. I'm just going to do it myself. Which is a dangerous place to be, especially mm-hmm. as a leader, because the truth is we do need people, mm-hmm. one, to lead, but two, we all need, we can't do this on our own. No. We, we can't do anything on our own. We need others in our life in order to accomplish what it is that we are meant to accomplish. So that's one of the reactions that we can have, right? Mm-hmm. And I say reaction because we're not really responding in those moments. We're reacting to go, fine, you hurt me, I don't need you. Well, and I think um, something to keep in mind here is that even leaders need leaders, Everybody needs a leader. Everybody needs somebody to guide them. And so when you are rejected by the person you wanted to be led by, I think that can um, 
that can lead to very dangerous places and it can get very unhealthy very fast. So here's the thing that I've seen over and over and over again in the context of being devalued. When you are devalued, you're going to devalue other people. Mm -hmm. It's just, it's just how it works, unfortunately. Yeah. I mean, that's the whole stereotype of uh, your boss calls you up, tells you you're fired and you, you say, well, you can't fire me because I quit. Right. Because we automatically deflect that to say, no, you can't, you're not going to devalue me. I'm going to devalue you first. Mm -hmm. I mean, how many people uh, in their close relationships and in their families, um, they are uh, abandoned or rejected or forgotten by the people who they love the most. And at first they're kind of shocked. And then they're just kind of like, well, then I'm going to devalue you. Like, if you don't need me, then I'm just going to leave and you can figure it out yourself. Right. Absolutely. And that doesn't mean that in those situations you should stay mm. if you're being divided. I mean, that's to be assessed. But when that's your gut reaction to every time you're devalued, you can really destroy uh, important relationships unnecessarily. Yeah. And very fast too. And so if it's true that when you devalue, when you're devalued, you devalue others. Then the flip side is also true that when you're valued, you value others. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, it's very true because uh, instead of instead of looking people and gauging them based off of what they've accomplished and who they are and who they associate with, you're looking at them as why they're here. Like, and you see the need in yourself that they fulfill, and you you understand that it doesn't matter like who they are, what they look like, what kind of clothes they wear, who they hang out with. It doesn't matter. Like they can help you. So here's a question for you today. Where does your value come from? Mm. Where does your value come from? Where Where are you drawing your value from? Is it is it from what you accomplish? Are you striving so hard to, to accomplish these things thinking that it's going to bring you value and be valued in the eyes of others? Are, are you drawing your value from who you are? Or are you drawing your value from who you associate with? Because we've all done it. We all do it. We all will do it. But the key is to challenge yourself and go, or am I drawing my value from why I'm here? Mm. Yeah, and I think uh, as an important note, uh, one of the reasons why these three lies are so dangerous, um, because when you draw value from who you are or who you you associate with or what you accomplish, one of the things you do uh, is that you spend your whole life trying to build yourself an empire. You try to you try to make yourself the best at everything. You try to be the biggest and the fastest and the strongest. And you, you, you devalue everybody else because you want to be the best, because you want everybody to see you as the biggest and the best. So this is key. Here's, here's, if you take away anything from today... Uh, I encourage you to take away this, that your value, when it comes from why you're here, then all you do, all you accomplish, who you are and who you associate with actually will have value for everyone that you are meant to lead, everyone that you are meant to serve. Mm -hmm, That's so true. And I think when you do that, not only do you, you, you stop believing those three lies just because you see how out of context they are, but also you stop acting from a place of being a victim. You stop acting from a place of trying to be the best. You you stop acting from all those places and you really just, uh, you ground yourself and you, you figure out where do I need to lead from 
so that I can help fulfill my purpose in the lives of others. Leadership is hard, which is why the Valued Podcast is here for you. Realize your purpose and be the valued leader you need to be everywhere you go. So if today's episode blessed you in any way, please subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. Then head over to wcompany.ca to see how our on-demand courses and live events teach you how to be valued in all your key relationships at home, work, in your community, and beyond. Thank you so much for listening. Let's get you valued everywhere you go.